Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 218 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Uh, and it has been two weeks. It has been. Uh, it's been eventful two weeks. It has. Uh, sadly, many events that occurred were layoffs, and they all suck. Yeah. Uh, so the one that I wrote on here first was that uh, Red Ventures did layoffs from both Giant Bomb and GameSpot. I do not know who was laid off from GameSpot. I did see uh, from both sides a couple of programmers got laid off that used to work on Giant Bomb and GameSpot quite often. Uh, but Jason Ostriker and uh, Jess uh, Voidberger were laid off from Giant Bomb, and that is a bummer. Uh, also, it seems like the Washington Post laid off all of its video game journalists, mm. and uh, on the other side of that, Microsoft as a whole laid off 10,000 employees, and that included many employees from a lot of Microsoft studios like 343 and places like that. Uh yeah, it's rough. And I mean, Amazon also just laid off a bunch of people. Google laid off a bunch of people in like the shittiest way humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not good right now. But I mean, especially. Oh, the other one was uh, EGM stopped existing. They uh, laid everyone off. I didn't even realize EGM was still a thing. Yeah, it was uh, EGM now was their website and their digital magazine. And they laid off. uh everyone there and i think there was another video game related website where most of the journalists got laid off that i don't even recall uh so yeah it's just i don't know man it's a, it's a rough industry uh, yeah i i think it's one of those things where like i think part of you wanted to get into it but probably looking back it's like oh maybe it's for the best no, it is for the best, and I. It's one of those things where, like, also the pay is very low. Right. Uh, you have to be like really passionate about it as well, and you're expected just, to live in like the most expensive <laughs> cities in the country. Yeah, I, I think what sucks about all these recently is like people who are very good at what they do are losing their jobs Mm -hmm. and there are less and less places for them to go and do that same job they were very good at. Yeah. Like I'm sorry to Jason, but I don't see him as someone who can just like have his own Patreon. No, but he's a video producer and video producers are very, um, sought after positions right. i mean not just in video games and all kinds of stuff right. and i mean same thing with jess like she was a very very good at editing and creating video so i have faith that she will be able to continue to do her own thing and uh you know i wouldn't be surprised if they kind of get out of video games and just kind of go for something more stable yeah, it, it does seem like a lot of people have been getting laid off from these types of jobs recently, and they're just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. And I, I get that. The the whole like Microsoft thing like that, that to me was crazy, too. Like Eve, that's outside of, you know, not necessarily like just about video games. It was people from all departments were laid off. I mean, 10,000 people is a lot of people to lay off. Um but yeah, it's just like it's one of those things where it sucks. Like it's even even there, right? Like the journalist jobs are covering the industry that right. is the highest grossing in the world. But being laid off from your job where you produce the highest grossing entertainment in the world is even more insane. It is. 
uh so like all around that kind of stuff is just a huge bummer because like video games have never been larger so it's just one of those weird things where like but at the same time it's never been easier to like if you're if you have the experience of making games it's never been easier to kind of just start making them on your own type of thing that is true as well Uh, you could you could do that i do think it's easier as like a video game designer to get in and break through than it would be to become like and a video game entertainer type of thing. Oh, 100%. Uh, so like, I, I think when, when you have people like, you know, more of the quote unquote influencers or whatever, that's, that's even harder to get into. I mean, we've been doing 200 episodes and our podcast has barely grown. Now, granted, we really don't advertise or push it. We're, we're fine no. for what it, what it is, but like, I mean, we've been doing this for, what four or five years now and it's pretty much stayed exactly what it was before i i assume yeah uh so so i I mean i i'm just kind of using us as as an example of like you know we never we certainly never made it big which i'm not that either of us really have that goal anyway but no i i was also i was trying to look for the where it was also said that like halo they would basically like focus on multiplayer and not really do single player at all anymore Mm. that seems like something they would bury i guess it was it was someone who uh used to work there okay was saying that uh it looks like let's take that whereas hey Halo's statement was not that. Right, was they like, were just like, we rule. I love Halo, was their statement, basically. So, I don't know. Take that at face value. I mean, it makes sense that, you know, I don't know how the campaign did for them, but I don't... I certainly didn't finish it. Yeah. I uh, know you You didn't even touch it, right? Uh, I, like, did the first 30 seconds of it. That doesn't Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think part of it was it was just too long. I mean, I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think I would have played through it if it was like a eight to ten hour experience. But knowing it was like 20 to 30 hours, I did. You know, that's that was definitely a, something that just kind of pushed me off of it. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's just a weird thing. Mm-hmm. But yes, it does look like also Jason Trier was like doing reports about how people were saying that leadership at 343 is like super incompetent. And he seems to have heard that from many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of not great things about 343 in general. But I mean, they've been a mess um, ever since they started. Yeah. And it is one of those weird things where like there were all those layoffs at Microsoft and then they did this developer like... I love working at Microsoft <laughs> thing, uh, you know, like right. a week after, but that's whatever. Um, I guess we can roll right into that uh, first. Did you watch this Xbox developer direct? I did. It just it felt like a Nintendo direct in a lot of ways. It did. I thought it was funny that they called it a developer direct. Mm-hmm. They just were like, they weren't even like Sony where they're like, oh, state of play. We'll try to sound a little different. Mm-hmm. They were like, not nah, developer direct. Let's hit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of it, I didn't give a shit about even a little bit. Um, 
such as the Minecraft Legends sure. coming out on April 23rd. I wrote a question mark because I it was April somethingeth and I thought it was 23rd and then I didn't bother to check. I didn't showing either. how much I cared. I and you knew I didn't care either, so absolutely not. Uh that game looks worse. It's April 18th, by mm. the way. It looks uh just like even worse than I could possibly have cared about. Yeah, yeah. It is like a weird like rts sort of minecraft that i thought was i don't know it looks like weird minecraft rts either way uh and then forza still claims it is coming out in 2023 i believe that according to one jeff grubb it probably will come out quarter two but it might slip to quarter three uh and then uh i'll I'll save the biggest one for me for last um but uh, they showed gameplay of Redfall. It looks cooler than I expected it to, I guess. Like I did. I mean, I just saw it was like, oh, it's a multiplayer co-op slash single player shooter where you fight vampires. And the gameplay was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, I'm in. I, I mean, I just like Ar- Arcane. So, like, yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely a game worth checking out. Yeah, and that that comes out May 2nd, yes. and so that's cool. Uh, but the one that I thought was cool was Tango Gameworks, Shinji Mikami, known for making Resident Evil. It's his studio. Uh, so they made the Evil Within 1, the Evil Within 2. Um, their new game, they announced, and they were like, oh, it's Hi-Fi Rush. And I was like, wow, this looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, weird cartoon cel-shaded action. It looks very stylish. It's a rhythm action game. Uh the soundtrack is buck ass wild. It has like nine inch nails and the black keys on it and shit. And it looked really cool. And I was like, wow, I can't wait to play this. And then they were like, oh man, it's out right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> uh, and it is, it, apparently people are really liking it. Um, I believe it is like 10 to 12 hours long. Uh, it is like an, a character action game that has some rhythm elements. Uh, I guess the rhythm elements don't matter a whole lot and they're pretty forgiving from what I have seen people saying, Uh, but it looks incredible. Like the, I don't know, like it does look like a, it's a really neat art style and I guess in motion, it looks very good as well. Uh, But it's, it's very different than they're like, Ooh, horror. Yeah. The games that they were producing. So like, it's wild to me. I I don't even, you just need to go check it out. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just interesting. And it, I saw this and I was like, this is a Manny game. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I downloaded it last night. It was like 20 gigs. I think Uh, it's obviously on game pass, both PC and Xbox series and Xbox one. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. I can't wait to give it a shot. And it's one of those things where it. I think if you wanted to buy it on Steam, I think it's full price is $30. Um, and I, I think there's a bunch of sales on Steam and a bunch of other places for like $24 or something like $6 off. Mm-hmm. But no, it looks neat. I, I don't know that the humor that they showed in it is like for me, they like literally did the record scratch. Like you're probably wondering how I got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that never does it for me, but I'll have to see. I definitely like the visual style of it and what they're saying about like the more rhythm elements and how the music is incorporated. Uh, I think is pretty cool. Um, and just even reviews like came out the day after and they were like, yeah, this is like 
pretty cool for a thing that they were just like, it's coming out right now. Uh, yeah, I, I I checked out some user reviews just out of curiosity because not a lot of places, you know, have had had a yeah, to yeah. review it and it seemed uh, like overwhelmingly positive. So, yeah. And so I, I think that's really neat. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, a, stu- a studio doesn't always have to make the same type of game like this for sure is not a survival horror game. No. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Microsoft does have a wide variety of developers. So it's cool to see like they, they can put out all kinds of wild shit. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. But yeah, it was it was a cool surprise to be like, hey, this thing's out right now. It's and then you can just go check it out on Game Pass. I'm excited. I mean, like I we're in January and Microsoft's already doing better than they did last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> And I mean, like Microsoft will have a very good year. Uh, One of the things I I thought before this was like, oh, they're not going to show Starfield. They specifically had put out a tweet saying that they are looking for a time to have a Starfield specific stream soon. I I, I was going to say, is there anything? Of course, there's there's plenty of things. that. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's tons of stuff that they'll have to show, but that's not necessarily what I care about. I mean, they'll almost certainly announce a release date during whenever they do that stream. Uh, because I, I before when you asked like uh, oh when is that coming out and I said oh, I thought it already had a release date that was the old release date mm. that November whatever right, right. release date that was for when it was supposed to come out last year so uh, I don't know I bet it comes out this summer though but we'll see I mean yeah it, it'll be a big year for them I mean I we don't care about Minecraft but Minecraft Legends will come out uh, Forza will be out like uh, Redfall will be huge and will come out Starfield will be huge and come out and that's not even counting like other studios that they have that could put out something like it's one of those things where I wonder after Psychonauts 2 did Double Fine start making one of their smaller games or now are they going to try to make like a larger AAA game while making a smaller indie-ish title uh so like yeah they have studios that could just put out stuff and microsoft could be like it's out now or like it's coming out in a couple months i'm just kind of wondering like has i was just kind of curious it seems like bethesda studios the last time they released a game that wasn't in late october or november was oblivion way back in 2006 yeah so i do you think they would delay it all the way to November again? I, I, so I don't know. I mean, I would if I was them because like, I don't know. Give that time as much, give that game as much time to cook as humanly possible. Right. In my, in my opinion, but I would bet that Microsoft wants them to get it out in like the summertime. I, I, yeah. With game pass, does it even matter if it's a holiday release anymore? No. Yeah. That's what like for game pass, it, it doesn't even matter. And like, it's not like it's coming to PlayStation. So, right. I don't know that it does matter, but who knows? I'm just kind of, I was just kind of curious because it just always seemed like the big Bethesda release was always in the fall. And that was the case almost always November. Yeah. It's just one of those weird things where I don't know. Cause like last year, Microsoft had jack shit. Right. So like maybe they just want to have as much stuff out as soon as possible, but who, who knows? But at the same time, I feel like they have Redfall. Forza yeah. is probably going to be summer. And then I'm thinking the big Bethesda release in the, in the fall that that would make sense yeah. to me yeah unless the like triple a big obsidian game 
like what the fuck was that called? I don't even remember. I uh, could come out. Oh yeah, in the fall. It was like that first person. Like I wanted. It was like Heroes of Might and Magic, right? They, they're working not. on a few that are basically just like Bethesda type games. Yeah, and I I still think it's crazy that Obsidian were the people who made Pentiment. Mm-hmm. Like that just blows my mind. And every time I'm reminded of that, I'm like, all right. Obsidian did put out a game last year that's bizarre and it's like a weird it's such a weird thing uh yeah so like that's cool I Microsoft is in a good spot I think it's it's gonna be an interesting year for them and I'm curious to see what happens going forward it's nice that they brought in all these studios and they're really letting them like take the time to make something good yeah so I mean they it, it doesn't feel like they've been rushing games out so yeah uh, and I originally thought that this was going to be part of the Xbox Developer Direct, but it turns out that no, and it was supposed to happen when Rare just sort of tweeted it out. Uh, Goldeneye came out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is on the Switch. I played it today. It They did not modernize the controls for the Switch version. It sucks ass <laughs> as, they, uh, as it usually does. I did a wild control scheme thing to make it play like a modern shooter, uh, which is like kind of a pain in the ass, but it was the only way that I would ever be able to play that game. Uh, I do not know what it is like for the Game Pass version. Uh, I also do not know if it is on PC Game Pass. I would guess no. I would guess that it is only on console and the licensing for this thing is fucking batshit insane. It makes no sense. So like the switch version has online multiplayer. The Microsoft version does not. It only has split screen co-op capabilities. However, they said they were going to give it for free to people who owned rare replay. But it turns out that because of the way licensing works, people who physically bought rare replay will not get GoldenEye. <laughs> Only people who bought rare replay digitally will get GoldenEye for free. Not that that matters because it is on game pass, I but I still think that's weird and dumb. Yeah. I, so I don't know, but GoldenEye is a part of rare replay. Only if you bought it digitally, I guess. I don't know. Otherwise, pay for it. Uh, but it is not clear to me if honestly don't that version has modernized controls. I would bet that the Xbox version does have modernized controls, or at least it'll be easier on a console level to change control schemes. Yes, and like I, I don't know, man. It, there is a sixteen by nine version, like option that they hacked into the switch version so i assume that is in the xbox version can i just make a recommendation here well you sure i just don't play this like let it be something in the past and let it be a positive memory for you well the the thing that i think is crazy is like like a year or two ago a full remake version of this game leaked Mm -hmm. and it's it never came out and is never coming out but like you could go pirate that and like it is just like a modern version of Golden. Like it's Buck Wild. Didn't they modernize like, what, like what the, a Wii version? There was like a that was like a sequel though or some shit. I I don't know, but like a literal remake right, of right. this game leaked and exists and is like fully playable, and that just like isn't out and you can't pay for it. Like what the fuck happened there? 
Oh, because like who's that? Who's the studio making Perfect Dark? Uh, fuck. It's the it's the new Xbox studio that hasn't even made a game yet. Yeah, it's the Quadruple A studio. Exactly. I'm kind of wondering if like maybe they did like a GoldenEye re-release, like the remake, just to kind of get familiar making games. I don't know. I, I don't know, That's but weird. I just know that you could go download that, right. and it is like way better than whatever the fuck this is running at 30 frames per second on a terrible N64 emulator. Yeah, on both consoles for some reason. That's it. Just seems like this is one of those games that like probably should stay in the past. I'm not trying to be mean, but like first person shooters before even like Halo, just unplayable on consoles. Uh, I once I made the control scheme modern, it was fine, especially because the game has the most generous auto aim in the history mm-hmm. of time. Okay, so but was it fun? Uh, I mean, it is fun enough. Okay. As nostalgia, sure. I mean, like, no, no one is going to be like if they've never played Goldeneye before, like this will not do it for them. But for all the people who have tons of nostalgia for it, sure. Oh, OK, be, well, then, well, then I take everything cool. I said back. I mean, good. you know, Good. I just thought uh, it was like a shitty thing that was going to like kind of ruin people's. No, I like I, I think it will be if people don't like want to go through the trying to like make it play like a modern mm. thing or they don't have the like N64 switch wireless controller that is always out of stock from Nintendo's website. Uh, be just because like the, the control scheme for all those N64 things are terrible because like the N64 controller is a piece of shit. Yeah. That was a very unique controller. And so it's like one of those things where like any of those games are bizarre, right? Because like there aren't two sticks. So like a first person game makes no sense. It, it it's it's just a weird thing. So like even like playing Ocarina of Time is bizarre. Yeah, I was just thinking my my girlfriend's been playing Banjo Kazooie on the Xbox and like oh yeah, and like that makes sense. But even then, it still doesn't quite translate perfectly. There are certain things that you're like, this is just awkward and weird. Don't worry, it feels more like shit on the Switch Virtual Console. Oh, version, I, so. I, yeah, I'm aware. So it's just a weird one. Um. But yeah, so GoldenEye came out, and then uh, there were a couple more things. You put on here that From Software is going to have an hour-long Armor Core 6 stream. Uh, yeah, that's uh, in February, so n- next month there'll be... I-, I put that on more mainly for you. Just like I Yeah, I'll watch that. that. Uh, no, I didn't. I'm in. So. I'll watch an hour. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say many would watch two hours of it, I'm sure. Uh, I'd watch several hours <laughs> of Armor Core 6. That rules. Uh, I did see this one. Crystal Dynamics no longer going to support the Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's September 30th of this year. They will be shutting down. I looked it up and that game launched August 14th of 2020. So basically three years later, uh, it's dead. Uh, has there really, I barely pay attention to this game. Has there been any like DLC content that was worth Yeah, playing? there was a that major one um the wakanda one was that pretty good was that like because i know the spider-man everyone was like this is kind of like this is barely anything uh i mean i don't don't know i know the people that liked the game liked the wakanda thing Oh, okay cool i do have that game and i do plan on kind of checking it out again i'm thinking maybe just wait till after this and then i can have like all of the content so because I played it, okay. I enjoyed it. It was okay. 
so I just had to look this up because in one of the original reveals, mm-hmm. they showed that Ant-Man would be a character. He never came out. No Ant-Man. <laughs> and it was in the that. it was the original reveal thing. I remember that. Yeah, I guess I guess Hank Pym like is in the game like as a character and like cutscenes and stuff. But Ant-Man never, uh, never materializes as a playable character. Hey, they have uh, eight months to, to get him in there. So, yeah, they're going to stop making anything for that game yeah, on September 30th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I would be shocked if they make any new content for that product. But I bet they'll just like here a little bit here and there they got to keep it supported for at least eight more months it won't be anything major but they've got to put little things out i don't know that they do i don't know that they have been i i I don't know like i i don't know that other than like that dlc pack that like there was any like super major updates to that game yeah other than the wakanda one i do remember that one yeah, because that one you had to like pay for, I believe. Right. Separate. So I, I don't know. That's a very weird one. Um. Yeah, I hope that's a lesson that like not everything needs to be a live service game. That game could have been awesome if it was just like a 10 to 15 hour story, I think. Yeah. Uh, And then the final news story, which rules. Mm hmm. A uh, new SteamWorld game coming out this year. It's called SteamWorld Build. It is basically SimCity, but in the SteamWorld universe. It's But then also there's like a dungeon underneath that you like excavate as well. Yeah, uh, I guess the demo is out on PC now. I didn't give it a shot, but people seem to be pretty high on it. I saw people are pretty positive on it. This seemed like a game I don't think I'd want to play with a controller. No, I would definitely want to play this on PC. Us. Uh, But I do I do think it's cool that they're still, you know, they're trying out new stuff. Not always the same. I love that the studio they have. I know they did like the gunk a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. but like when they do SteamWorld games, they're almost always different. Uh, Yeah. And I I think that's really cool. mm -hmm. I mean, SteamWorld Dig did get a sequel. Yes. Uh, and I would take sequels to I would take a SteamWorld Quest sequel. But, you know, I this is cool. I, I think this game will be neat. I will give it a shot. I think the one you would like the most is Heist. Yes. And I, I still should try that. People mm-hmm. still uh, want a sequel to that as well. Yeah. I have seen. I, I would play a sequel to anything I, I'm willing to. But like something new, I'm definitely for it as well. So. Yeah, so I, I think that was really cool when that was... I, I had seen that they were going to put out an announcement, and then that news article popped up mm-hmm. that day, and I was like, oh, that rules. And the fact that a demo's out and everyone seems very positive on it, that's good. That's a, that's an exciting sign. Yeah, and I, I I like the aesthetic of the SteamWorld stuff. The, like It's in the West, but they're robots. Oh, I did hear one thing about it. Apparently there's voice acting. Oh, Weird. Uh, but if you don't like it, you can kind of switch it back to the like the the kind of the beeps and boops that they they do in the other games. So nice. So there's an option for you, like whatever you prefer. Yeah. Uh, and other than that, that was pretty much all the news. Which I mean, like, that's a decent amount of news for for at least we've what we've had the last several episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I yeah, things will start ramping up again mm-hmm. here. So we'll. We'll be getting more and more news. 
but I yeah, that was a good chunk. Mm-hmm. I so for, for two weeks. Uh, so that's uh, that's the news. Uh, why don't we hop into the the games we've been playing? Yeah, what we have been playing. Right. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want to kind of maybe bounce back and forth, or how do you want to do this? Sure. Uh, I mainly played two games mm-hmm. these past two weeks. Uh, One Piece Odyssey came out two weeks ago, um, which is a turn-based RPG One Piece game. Um, It's okay. Mm. And that is about what I expected. Most One Piece games are bad, uh, just which is baffling because it is like the number one manga all the time in Japan, usually. Uh, and for some reason, Namco Bandai refuses to give it the budget or like resources that would make a cool game. Is it kind which of doesn't make sense because like Naruto got high budgets and good games, but one piece and uh, my hero academia, both their those franchises should get more budget put towards them. And they just fucking do not. I'm just trying to think like, is it just kind of like that standard license where like kind of like wrestling games, they don't really have to try it'll sell well enough and that's good enough for them type of thing. I guess. I don't know. But like, Namco has like a pretty weird track record with anime games in general. Like, I mean, obviously they've made every Dragon Ball Z game and some of them are very cool and others are very shitty. Like they run the whole gamut, but I feel like one piece games have just been like pretty bad across the board. There was that open world one that some people liked that open world one. I could not get as into is very weird. This one probably outside of like the weird GameCube fighting game and shit. This one is probably the best one. I would say it is just like a very inoffensive turn-based RPG. Uh, It somehow is like still pretty behind compared to where one piece is now, even where the manga would have been when they started development. Uh, But you have almost all the characters from the main straw hat crew that you get. Two of them are like weirdly locked in the beginning. And you, I guess you have to end up using them much later. Uh, But it, it is the kind of anime game where they try to make a weird contrivance as to why you are reliving the plot of the anime. And in this, it is like they land on this Island called Wafford and there is this lady who touches them and cubes fly out of their body. And those cubes are their memories. And so they lose a lot of their abilities and stuff. And then you have to go around to explore the Island and collect the cubes to get their previous power back. And that also makes it so that you sort of have to relive some of the anime arcs, except super, super, super bastardized versions of them. Where they're just like, oh, you're in this area and you have to fight the villain that they fought then. But like the plot Mm. that doesn't have to stay the same. And they like make up all these weird plot reasons for like, oh, it's different. And that's fine. You're like, okay, I guess. Um, But yeah, it is just it's a simple turn based thing. They do the like rock, paper, scissors, except that it's uh like power technical and speed which is what a lot of uh rpgs do for that 
Um, it's it, it's weird because the the animation is very good, and it's like, oh, I like that as a you know as someone who has watched One Piece. I don't know. It's weird because it's one of those things where I see a lot of people comparing it to like Dragon Quest, and I don't, I don't feel the same. I guess uh, it just feels like a super generic turn-based RPG, and that's fine. And I knew that is what it would be like uh, when I was getting into it. Do you think um, you've just played more than the average person of like just like turn-based RPGs? Maybe I, I also saw a lot of people saying that like they've never seen or read One Piece and they like this game a lot. And Ooh. that to me is baffling because it seems like the only kind of person who would like this is someone who likes One Piece because otherwise it would just be like boring. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? It does um, seem like you're not the only one. It is not bad. Just kind of middling. across. No. Yeah. The, the scores are all pretty middling. Mm. And I mean, like most of the reviews are people who are like, well, it doesn't suck ass. Right. Like most one piece games, which is like about what mm. I was expecting. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really have like a lot to say about it. It, it looks pretty good. It runs fine the like moving around and exploring the world is fine enough. And the battles are inoffensive and go pretty quickly. Uh, I, I guess the major complaint that I've seen most people have with it is that it's too easy, but I wasn't like going into this one piece RPG being like, man, I hope I get a sick challenge. I don't, there's something about like, just like turn-based RPGs that I'm not looking for a really hard challenge. Cause that it, just typically it, it, means grind to me. Yeah, or just like really fully understand the combat system. Right. But the, again, it's like not a deep enough combat system for that to like really fucking matter. So, yeah, I mean, especially something like this where it's a license, like I would expect it to be much closer to like Pokemon. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. This is fine. The one thing I do think is weird is like it looks pretty good, but for some reason, the character models like have this weird texture to them that I don't know how to describe. Like, it looks like they have, like, a pattern on their skin, almost. Does it just look off because it doesn't look like the anime? No, no, it, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it, it looks like there is, like, a weird pattern on their skin. And I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's weird and textured. And this is just, like, a weird nitpick that... Uh, I I don't know. It just is a very weird looking thing. Like it looks like they're all the characters skin is textured. And I, I don't know what that choice is all about, but it, it, it just there's something weird about it where it's like when you're looking really closely, it's like, oh, yeah, there's like a weird texture on their skin and like not even just the skin, like on everything, like on right. their clothes. And it's all the same texture. Like it looks like. I don't know, like a skin print almost very weird. But other than that, I, it looks very good. I think, it, I think it is a good representation of one piece. Are there anything like, is it, are there fun moves? Cause like it's an RPG. It'd be like, Oh yeah, this, this is a cool animation or do you just kind of, Oh yeah. I, the, the animations are very good. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah, it's not very exciting to see them a hundred times, right. but they also did some like, Oh, these three crew members like have a team attack mm -hmm. and like they made unique animations for that. And I think that kind of stuff is cool. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's very well animated and it looks very pretty. And that, I don't know. Is it's, it, a, it's a it's a fine One Piece game. It's, it's okay. you think it's a little too long because you know, like anytime it's a turn based RPG, they they just go longer because of the combat. Well, so I I guess it's only like thirty hours, okay. and 
it's paced very badly. Okay. Uh, is my understanding. I am still in the first like big, like go through this plot arc again, memory. And apparently that's like 10 hours long. And then all of the other ones where you go back through and relive the memory are like an hour. Oh, so like for some reason, the first one is like excruciatingly long for no reason. And the rest of them are like a reasonable length <laughs> because, because, because outside of like reliving these things, you're also exploring this Island that is just like a new unique Island they made. And I think that part is more fun than just like being like, oh yeah, remember the arc where they were in the desert? Like, yes, I do. I would rather just be them exploring this new weird island fighting strange animals. But. Would you prefer they just kind of like they were able to just kind of do their a little small vignette or not vignette, but just like their own side story type of thing? Yeah, and that's what like previous ones have been like. That's what the weird open world one was, and that was fine. And I actually like they always get the author of the manga Oda involved in these games now, and like he made two characters for this game and like made up the island and the backstory, and like that's the part that I think is interesting. Like reliving the anime over and over again is not my favorite thing, and I mean like. at least there are parts that aren't just the anime again, because like, that's what every fucking Dragon Ball Z game is, is just like reliving the same arcs over and over and over again for all of eternity. And that's weird. Cause like you think about like, kind of like the quote unquote American version of that, which is like superheroes. Whenever it's a game, yeah. it's always like a unique story. Yeah. And that's why like, there are parts around this that are a unique story, but then they added in the weird, like, Oh, she, fucks with their memories and then they have to relive it and it's like i I guess that's a way to like you know get in all the hot anime fan service but it just seems i don't know i would have preferred it without it but it it's cool it all works and they have to have some way to make them weaker than they're supposed than they are Mm -hmm. at that point i guess i uh, guess that makes sense you always have to have some dumb contrivance but yeah that's uh i'm probably like 10 ish hours into that and uh, i put it on the back burner to play fire emblem so uh what have you been up to what have you been what have i'm you gonna been start playing? with uh the quarry the quarry okay i was playing that one with my uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. um i'm very disappointed in the ending we got okay we got uh, what has to be the terrible ending whole oh, yeah it just kind of like ends mm-hmm. uh because like what happened is like I was controlling a character and like I had to sneeze and as I sneezed, I had to like shoot a gun and that obviously went very poorly. Uh, And then like, well, my girlfriend and I, we were passing the controller back and forth. So like my character died and then like the character she was controlling died right after and then the game was over. So like it just nothing kind of got resolved and now we'd have to play through the entire game again to get like a better end. So during that ending, did it like show a weird wolf in the forest and say something about like the mystery of the whatever was not uncovered? Yes. Okay. So you got the exact same ending as the bad ending I watched Mm -hmm. someone get and they didn't sneeze with the gun. They just chose not to shoot because they didn't think they were supposed to. Mm hmm. Uh, so yes, I, I know exactly what you got and I guess, yes, that is very abrupt. I guess the actual ending is not very good either Mm. from what I have heard people say. I mean, you get more context, but I guess the ending itself is also pretty abrupt and not great from what I saw people saying. I liked going into it knowing very little. I I don't even really want to say what it was really about. 
Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like there were things that I was like, if they don't explain this, I'll be disappointed. And we didn't get like any explanation. for it. No. Yeah. They definitely do explain more of that as far as I'm aware, but I did not go through and watch a good playthrough right. to know that for sure. But they, they have to I, uh, somewhat uh, I'm just, just more than that, right, more right. than literally nothing. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. I will say at least they down or like, because we played through it once we unlocked a version that it's like you get three chances to save a character. Yeah. Uh, but like, even then, like that is, Oh God, what was that? That phone game, that Sony's phone game we played. Oh, I don't even fucking remember what the hell that that was was another, just like abrupt, terrible ending. Yes. Uh, so it, it felt a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, because like I, I kind of enjoying like playing games with her, I've I've decided that we're gonna start the Mass Effect trilogy. Okay. Uh, so I, she played mm, a, maybe a half hour to an hour of that, and she seems intrigued because she likes the games where you like you make choices and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, Mass Effect, you make choices that affect the world. Yeah, it's just more of like I don't want to say like more of a video game because I do think like the quarry and those style games are video games, but this is more like gameplay, like third person. Yeah, there. I mean, you are doing more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, so, uh, so I, I just thought that might be fun to just kind of like uh, see how she feels about Mass Effect. So uh, yeah, uh, we've only played a little bit, and uh, I'll I'll have the occasional Mass Effect update because I've never even played like the 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 remakes that they did a couple of years ago. So oh yes, I played through all of one and got the platinum, and then I played through half of two again. Mm. So you sounds like you need to get back and finish two. I do. I mean, I've played through that game so many times. Like, uh, yeah, at this point, like a dozen times, literally. I think so. I thought they would do more to Mass Effect One, though. Uh, the shooting. I'm not. It's better. And oh, it is better for sure. But like, I still like, especially like the cover mechanics. It still doesn't quite work well. I think it's one of those no, things yeah. where like you and I have played enough video games, like we can get through it, but I think someone like new to or like newer to third person shooters, it feels weird and something is very off about that. Oh yes, it is very it is very strange for sure. Uh, but by the time we get to the second one, all that will be kind of corrected, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so. very excited about Mass Effect. Uh but yeah, I just kind of wanted to bitch about the quarry in that one. So. That's that's fair. I, I you know since you only have one more, I'll, I'll just kind of talk about two. Okay. Uh, I've also just been playing a fuck ton of rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still stuck on that one song though. I can't beat it on hard. <laughs> the, Molly Hatchet is so goddamn hard. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, I will also say because we were like texting a little bit. I kind of asked you because last the last episode we did, you said that you could never be on expert. The one song with like the yes. longest solo, the green grass and high tides, I think. Mm, yes, it is. Uh, when I played that, I was like, OK, Manny's being really dramatic. The solo is <laughs> long, but it's not that long. That was the first solo. The second solo I was like, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe yeah. Right. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> I can get past the first solo. Uh-huh. And so like, I know why I can't do it. And it is because they had made a big deal in the pre-marketing of it that like you could do the specific solo sections by like not strumming and just tapping the buttons that are on the base of the neck. Mm. 
where it's like the second set of buttons and like i think you're supposed to do the tapping on that and i could just could never get used to that and dare do that so i think that's how what you're supposed to do for that part but it's like it's so fucking long it is like whole i played it on hard and i was like oh my god this is going on forever but i yeah, was able to beat that one i i just can't beat the molly hatchet song huh uh but here's where it gets really weird yeah, here it's a little frustrating because I'm like legitimately stuck on hard, so I had to start a new campaign on medium. Mm-hmm. I got about halfway through. I beat like 31 of 55 songs. Yeah, and then at the end of like the 31st song, like all of a sudden they just like start celebrating more after the song, and then I got credits and I got the achievement for beating the game. And I'm, hell yeah, I'm very confused how I beat the game, and I only did like half of the medium. I, I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. So something definitely got fucked up there. Well, still, you, when you go back in, it doesn't like have the, the list to choose from with new songs or is it? No, like... there's there's tons of new songs I haven't beat. Oh, weird. That's where I'm just like confused. I have the okay. I have the achievement for beating the game and I did definitely have not. I haven't even unlocked all the songs because I can't beat it on hard. That's why I was playing it through medium. Just so I can yeah. unlock the songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but I'm also finding, because like it is just like the original 40-some songs, or I think 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's 52. Uh, I'm getting kind of sick of those songs. So, ne- so last night I kind of just decided to take out Rock Band 1, and I'm just going to play through Rock Band 2 some. Yeah. But just because like I am getting frustrated. I've been stuck on the same goddamn song for two weeks. <laughs> practicing and i i just don't know if i'm ever gonna get it um because i have to kind of remind myself like we're older manny we are i do not have the hand dexterity i did 10 years <laughs> ago like what if i literally just can't do it anymore I, that's possible so i don't know or you know just keep playing and hopefully i'll get better that's kind of my hope is no I, th- I mean that that will happen for sure yeah play through rock band 2 get better and then hopefully i can beat that song so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of one of those things where I'm I'm legitimately stuck on Rock Band 1. I did start a campaign on Expert, and I didn't make it very far, and I got stuck there. <laughs> okay. Rock Band. A lot of fun, but I am struggling some. So, Yeah. I think you should pull out Rock Band and play some, Manny. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? We'll see. You'll have fun. You, you'll love it. I mean, I'll always have fun. Yeah. That's true. Uh, speaking of fun... Fire Emblem Engage, the new Fire Emblem for the Switch, came out this past Friday. Mm. I went to a GameStop in person and I bought it. It was the sad one that you told me was sad. And it is. It is shocking. You are not wrong. (laughs) It is the saddest GameStop in existence, probably. It is the size of a broom closet and they have like five games. Yeah, no, it was awful. But they had Fire Emblem Engage, so I was able to pick that up and play it. Uh, I am... I've played 30 hours of it so far. Uh, I... It is a weird one because... I, I don't know. They like so three houses. They had find they had added the whole weird like exploring social element of exploring the monastery and getting to know all the characters and stuff. This one they really toned that down, and there is still like an area to explore afterwards, but none of it really matters at all. 
and also the story blows. It's 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 not even that it blows. It is just like it's a giant nothing burger. Like old Fire Emblem games were basically like there are countries and they're at war and somehow there's a dragon involved. And like they started to get like slowly more involved and like the characters like better written. This one, they just like threw all of that out the window and they're just like, you're a dragon man. Fight. And you should just, like, go. And, like, all of the characters, they went back to, like, not really being characterized. And, like, each character is just, like, a trait. Like, there's the guy who's, like, I got big muscles. And every fucking social interaction he has in a support is, like, can you tell me about your muscles? And it's just, like, I I don't know. Every character is, like, reduced to one singular trait, basically. And so they're all just these, like, weird caricatures. And I do not really like how most of them look. They look like super over-designed to me. Okay. Where it's like, none of them just look like normal people. It's like, oh, it's the lady. But she's not just a lady. She has like this insane flower crown. They they all have like one element that is like super over-designed or like weird. And I don't like the way a lot of them look. Now that I'm getting later in the game, I'm getting like people who are literally old. Like they're they're like in their like sixties probably, and they like look normal to me. I don't know. It, either way, the tactics are hot in this game. Basically, it seems like they toned back the social elements and having a plot that I should pay attention to in terms of making hot tactics. So I think you will like this game. Oh, uh, because you just in three houses, you just like battling, right? Just like get it. This is that. This is just fucking battle. Pick the characters you like battle. Um, So, I mean, it is the same type of gameplay as regular past Fire Emblems. You are on a grid. You move the characters individually. You have them attack other characters. They sometimes counterattack, sometimes don't. Uh, This has the same thing as the past couple Fire Emblems where weapons do not have durability. They just have unlimited use except for healing items. Uh, so that's cool because I hated fucking weapon durability in these games. So I was a pain in the ass. Like the sword has 30 uses and then you got to have a second sword. Blah, blah, blah. So you don't have to do that anymore. Only with healing items. Uh, the main difference is that this game is also meant to be fan service for people who really like fire emblem and that the main character of every previous fire emblem game is in this game. They are not playable, but they are ghost spirits that live inside magic rings. Of course. So the main character has a ring where he can summon Marth's ghost and then can like get the powers of Marth. Uh, And then he can also do a weird fusion dance with Marth and fuse with him. And that makes you stronger. Uh, so as you go through the game, you're collecting these 12 rings and you are able to get the characters from main character of each game where that gets weird for me is the first seven or eight fire emblems had like a main character and then awakening the first 3ds one that got a little weird because like there were two main characters, but also a character you made that was supposed to be the main character. So they Chose that one at random. They made Lucina the girl who was just like the reincarnation of Marth, quote unquote. 
uh, as that one. And then after that, it's like the player character. So like from three houses, it's Byleth. And it's just like, I, who gives a shit about Byleth? Who gives a shit about Corin? You know, the, the characters where it's like, they weren't really a character. They were just someone you made as a self insert. Those ones I think are boring. But they fix that in DLC, because when I think about three houses, I would think of the main character as the main, the heads of the three houses. Right. Uh, and if you buy the DLC, you get a weird bracelet that has Claude, Dimitri and Edelgard in it. But that's that's DLC. Either way, there are 12 rings with these characters. It's really bizarre because like as you attack and the characters have the rings, their bond level goes up. And then you can eventually inherit skills from the ring so that then the character has that without having the ring equipped. And then you can trade it to other characters if you want them to get specific weird skills and continue to level them up. So it's basically like just very highly customizable in terms of like inheriting these skills from the previous Fire Emblem main characters. Uh, They also make it so that you can imbue your weapons with the spirit of an emblem and then they get special uh, abilities like I guess in other games it would be like imbuing runes into your weapons or something where it's like oh I imbued this rune so I get like some electric damage or whatever like it's, it's shit like that oh, Okay. Uh, and each character can be like imbued into one weapon at a time uh and so that that's the main difference is like you have these weird magical rings with the ghosts of the main characters of Press Fire Emblems in it. Uh, I am almost done with it. I, there are 26 chapters. I am in the middle of chapter 20. And uh, I know exactly how many paralogues, which are the side quest chapters I have left, which would, I would have two left. I won't say why I know that. Um but yeah, I, I only have like, I think, yeah, so it'd be seven. I have nine maps left if I don't just go and grind a bunch on random enemies, which I will not do because I don't need to do that anymore because I'm already broken. Mm. <laughs> I, I uh, like hearing that you're yeah. already broken because like that's what, for me, that's what's fun is just like getting so broken that you can just like destroy everything. Oh my, you can break this game in half early on if you want to. Like inheriting the skills from the emblems, you can get the most buck wild shit. Like, uh, one of the, I don't know which one it's from because the first six games didn't come out in America, uh, other than remakes of one and two, uh, Sigurd, one of his abilities is canter and you can learn that pretty quickly and it makes it so that your character has one more movement range permanently and then can attack and move out of the way afterwards. Oh, wow. That's fucking buck ass wild. Like, that should be a skill that you have to use, like, the most skill points on, and it's not. And you could just give that to, like, every character pretty early on and just be absolutely <laughs> busted. And, like, some of them are like, oh, like, now you get, like, 50% dodge rate. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't just do that. So you can, you can mix and match those skills and mm-hmm. make your characters, like, absurd if you wanted to. Um yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just it's a Fire Emblem game. Sure. And the I'm not going to remember the plot at all because it is the generic like you're the good dragon and there's a bad one. Beat them. It's like, OK, I will do that. Um, 
So yeah, it'll probably take, I'm at like 30 hours now, so probably like 40-ish hours of gameplay if you're not like grinding like a psycho. I feel like you've been playing this game like a psycho. This game came out like a week ago. It did. Jesus. I like Fire Emblem. I can tell. This is this this is my thing. And it's one of those things where like three houses, I think, just had a compelling story to me. And because the characters were not just like, oh my god, I've got muscles. It like had one character trait per character, and you could like learn about their house, like their family and where they came from and what was expected of them and stuff like that. Like those characters were more interesting and I liked that a lot. And I also I think my playtime in three houses was like 50-ish hours and that was with like trying to learn everything possible this is just like straight tactical action and so that that makes it so that it's like i don't know i don't even have to pay attention if i don't want to you know what i mean it's just like go in and attack and dick around uh and there is a bunch of weird shit in the like base to engage with like fishing and stuff but none of it really truly matters Hmm. uh unless you just want to get like some bonus stats for the next battle and stuff like that yeah, I've never been um, yeah. the one who fishes. In, in well, that part also here. sucks. Yeah. So, but hey, it's cool. Yeah. If it's it's there for anybody who wants it, type of thing. So, yeah, and I I think this does go back to like people were a little disapp- Fire Emblem fans, quote unquote, were pretty disappointed with like the map objective variety and types of maps that were in Three Houses. Uh, this definitely has better map variety and like there's there's ones where it's like you have to have a specific unit escape from the map there's ones where it's like oh it's like dark until you move near the panels and then it revealed like fog of war type shit this one has some of those it it, it has varied varied tasks and varied maps like there was one where like the tide would raise and lower every two turns so you would have to try to like get across this these gaps quickly um so yeah, I, I think it is varied in that way and the fact that the characters are very customizable due to the emblem rings I think is a very cool addition. Um, so yeah, I, I do like the game a lot, but yeah, the story is just like a big nothing. It, it's not even like so bad it's offensive or like funny. It's just like it exists in the sure. game. And that for for better or worse, it's, it's fine. I think the main character's design is terrible with their half red, half blue hair, which I now realize is supposed to represent the joy cons, but it made me think of Pepsi. And so Mm. I named the main character Pepsi man. Hey, that that's already a video game character. It is. And I love when everyone's like, Oh my God, you're the divine dragon Pepsi man. (laughs) And I'm like, I sure am, bud. that's me. Pepsi man. So that has made for some entertaining dialogue on some occasions. But yeah, I like it. I will definitely beat it this weekend. Um, you definitely have me more intrigued. I, I, I'm, I'm going to put that on my list of games to check out at some point. Yeah, like, I mean, you like Three Houses yes. and you, you like that combat. This is just, you only have to care about the combat. And it is, it is it's fun. I, I like tactical I, strategy games like that. Me too. I, I genuinely you know, enjoy them. If there is a story that's just like an added bonus to make me like it more, but if it's not there, I can at least enjoy the, the combat. So. Yeah, and this is just like whatever. Good versus evil sure. go, basically. So, uh, Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the last couple games I've been playing, I started playing Resistance 3. 
And I gotta say, Manny, out of all the Resistance games, I'm liking this one the most. I remember not... I remember nothing about this okay. other than that I played it with Calvin co-op and in the beginning I was using the PlayStation Move gun. And that And then I said I want to stop doing this and then we just played through it with regular controllers co-op. Uh, that's what I was going to to guess. Um, <laughs> I I got so the main character died in Resistance 2. So this ends up being you play the character who killed the main character. Yes. In Resistance 2. Uh, so that's been kind of interesting because then, like, it seems like the the protagonist is winds up kind of being heralded as some hero. So then you're kind of like the asshole who killed the hero type of thing. Yes. So that that's been just like an interesting you know story dynamic. But what I what I'm enjoying is this feels more like an insomniac game. Uh, the guns are just a little bit more unique. But then also they upgrade as you use them. And I'm a huge fan of that. Because mm-hmm. uh, you just know that like, you know, when I play um, Ratchet and Clank and uh, Sunset Overdrive, I, that was one of my favorite things about those games is just kind of like swapping around, using the different guns, leveling them up. So uh, the fact that I'm able to do that again in Resistance, uh, it makes me wish that the it was there the entire time, but I'm, I'm at least enjoying it here because it just it now feels like an insomniac game where the first two just didn't to me. Hmm. Uh, so I'm only I'm I shouldn't say I'm only I'm about halfway through the game. I'm enjoying it. It's my favorite of the the resistance games, but like it's still just kind of like a first person shooter from the the PS3 era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last but not least, I started playing Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. Black Flag. And Manny, I could see myself dumping 50 hours into this game. I did exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, as soon as I unlock like the pirate ship where like, this is your pirate ship, go be it's a pirate. It's your ship, be a pirate, sing the shanties. I just kind of like said, fuck the main story and just have spent the last like three, four hours just being a pirate. Oh yeah, dude. And I'm, it's just so unique. Uh, I, the other games, like later games have had ship combat, but like there's something about this where you're just a pirate. Yeah, and I didn't even do like there's like the take on the legendary ships. Like mm. I don't know that I ever did that stuff. But yeah, I, you can upgrade that ship. You can get a lot better. You can do all kinds of wild shit. I've almost fully upgraded the cannons and <laughs> I'm pretty early on in like the actual stories. So Yeah. Uh just cuz like I don't know, it's fun. It's unique. Oh, no, yeah, I, I love Black Flag. I had a lot of fun with that. I game. even went through and changed the audio settings. So, like, everything is lowered, but the music I kept high just so, like, I would feel <laughs> the sea shanties more. Yeah, and I like, like, unlocking new ones. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, it just, it's fun. Yeah. I, it's, it's sadly the last of the Assassin, like, mainline Assassin Creed games that I haven't played through. So. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking after this, I'll probably just get into like the DLC for Origins and Odyssey. Oh yeah, because I never touched that stuff, and by all accounts, like those are as good as like, uh, like they did like Revelations, uh, mm-hmm. in Brotherhood, 
uh, apparently they're like those DLC are pretty much as good as that type of thing. They were just kind of DLC rather than just like their own standalone games. So I figure I'll hop into those just to get more Assassin's Creed if that's what I'm looking for. Did you play the DLC for Syndicate? I have, yes. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, people loved that DLC, if I remember correctly. Oh, well, there were multiple when I played through them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Syndicate is great. I have 100% of that game. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so those are uh, really the, the three games I've been playing. I did also buy Dead Space. Because that ream that that came out today. I I have report I have reports from the field. Uh, one Scott Gathney mm-hmm. told me that it's the game of the year, twenty twenty three. He texted me that earlier today. I by all accounts like I read like multiple people say like it's better than the original, and that has me so excited. So. I just, oh man, I it's so funny. I because I just remember Scott would always be like, "When are they going to make a new Dead Space?" Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, "They're not." Right, right. Like Vis- Visceral isn't even a studio. Like they're not going to make another one. And he would be like, "No, they will." I believe. <laughs> and I would always make fun of him. And then when they announced that they were remaking Dead Space, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then like the fact that it's really good, I that's great i love that I for him it, and and for you i hope it just means like good sales so then they can actually make a new one or they can remake dead space 2 uh i don't think we need it uh people really like dead space 2 i do too so. but i'd rather have something new i've already played dead space 2 well listen it's new for me i could play dead space you're not 2. going to no i'm not gonna buy this either because I'm trying so hard this year to only buy games that I truly would like to play right. and want to play. Uh, and so far, I've stuck to that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not going to buy Octopath Traveler 2, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, that would be smart. Yeah, I because I know that I'm just going to like, even though they have said and shown that they've improved a lot of what I didn't like, I still feel like I should not. I should not. You probably shouldn't have gotten One Piece, but like, I get. No, it. I knew, I knew, I needed yeah, that. Yeah. I will beat that as well. I mean, it's. I just was like playing that, and then Fire Emblem. I was like, oh, now I'm gonna play this like a psycho. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, nope. Uh, that's uh, the four games I've been playing. I definitely want to get into Dead Space probably tonight, but um, so yeah. I. That's very cool. Yes, I'm. I, I'm excited about this year for video games. No, yeah, I this year is going to rule. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I mean, just Street Fighter Six and Final Fantasy Sixteen alone could sustain me, but then like, there's so much more, so many other things, and so many things that oh god, you didn't even name Zelda, which is just, just no, oh my god. That's but that's what I'm saying. Right, I, right. I could I could live on just those two games, but then there's also Zelda, Resident Evil. It seems like Nintendo might be teasing a sequel to Mario Odyssey. We didn't talk about that, but I, they got to focus, get Zelda out and then they can focus <laughs> Mario. Well, no, but they've been like sending out weird invitations, like asking people to replay Odyssey. <laughs> it's like very freaky and weird. And people are like, is a sequel to Odyssey? I God, hope that means so nothing. And like, they're just like, I also hope it means nothing. Get, but... Just getting people to play, replay that. I also hope it means nothing, but I think I would play a sequel to Odyssey. I would play any new 3D Mario game. Give me that shit. 
But then, yeah, like, I don't know. There's so many, like, sick indie games coming out this mm-hmm. year that, like, I'm very excited to play. And uh, many of them I have kickstarted. It just, oh, yeah, I'm it's going to rule. And, like, playing Fire Emblem, I'm just like, oh, yes. Give it to me straight into my veins. The tactics. I need them. I crave them. So, yeah, video games, they they continue to be awesome. No, yeah. When I was there was a point when I was playing Fire Emblem and I was just thinking to myself, like, man, video games are cool. Yeah. I like them <laughs> very much. Uh yeah, so I mean that that's what I got. Yeah, that's all for, I got. for this week. Uh so next time we will be able to you'll probably have played you I hope in two weeks you will have played Dead Space. Yes. Uh you'll pre- you're gonna keep playing Assassin's Creed and Rock Band, I take it. You'll yep. probably beat Resistance, maybe. Yep. Uh, that, that's I don't remember game. that being particularly long. I remember beating that in like I, two sessions I'm, or something. I'm halfway through it and I've played maybe four hours. Yeah, I, I remember it being very not long. So, so whatever. I've just had I've had a busy week and like ugh, Rock Band has really consumed my life right now, to be honest. Yeah, I'm trying to think like I I will definitely have beaten Fire Emblem and it's possible that maybe I'll have beaten One Piece by then. I... I don't know. I think the next game that I would be buying then that is brand new in theory would be Harry Potter comes out the February 10th. Do you think you're actually going to get that? Uh, yeah, because my girlfriend wants loves Harry Potter. And wants oh, okay. To so do you think that's going to be that. like something you kind of watch her play or just kind of pass back and forth? I'd, she will definitely play her own mm. uh, save, and then I have yet to decide if I would like to play. <laughs> uh, let's be honest here. You probably won't. I probably won't. But I was going to say I might not have a new game to talk about next time, but that's not true because I will at least have played Hi-Fi Rush because I have it downloaded and I want to play Ooh. it very badly. And then so. after that, Theatrhythm Final Bar comes out. Yeah, what day is that again? Uh, the 16th. The 16th, yeah, see, that sucks. Because if I do want to play Harry Potter, that'd be the 10th mm-hmm. for that, the 16th for Theatrhythm, and then I think the 24th is Yakuza Ishin. Uh, so... Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so, and Octopath Travel Traveler 2. I canceled that. It's over. <laughs> my my brief period where I was like, yeah, I'm, it's going to be sick this time. I'm going to try it. And I was like, no, I'm not. I can't spend $60 on that. Save the money. Yeah. And then March has uh, Star Wars Jedi, Jedi Survivor. And oh, fuck, I forgot about that game. And RE4. RE4 for sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. And that game's not even that long. No. So it's like, hell yeah. And then April has Minecraft Legends. So. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we will be back in two weeks. We'll have we'll have some hot new video game action to talk about. Oh, my God. Uh, Manny, June is going to like not to cut you off. Oh, no. June. June is broken. Street it's Fighter and Final Fantasy. It's about, and yeah, Diablo. Dog. Well, I don't know. I have yet to decide if I want to try to dabble in the Diablo. I think you should probably play the last one before you play this one. No, I don't think it matters. No. Well, I mean more like I'm not saying for story, but like 
you might as well just buy the cheaper one and play that one. Oh, that that's probably true, but I don't need to because I'm gonna become a Street Fighter professional, and then I'm gonna retire. Remember when... on my birthday? Okay, okay. For Final Fantasy, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll allow two weeks. Yes, was, two weeks of uh-huh. professionalism, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I will retire permanently, uh-huh. at least until I beat Final Fantasy 16. And then uh, you'll. Who knows? Maybe, maybe back to a professional Street Fighter player, perhaps. perhaps. Uh, and then, like the side gig of being, uh, you know, an IT guy at uh, you know the college. So, think about uh, you know my worst nightmare right now is if does Zelda come out at the beginning of May or the end of May? I can't remember. I think it's like the twelfth, so it's like the middle. I think of it's May. the me- middle. I was going to say, what if I haven't beaten that by the time Street Fighter comes out? We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> Two weeks. Jesus. I will fucking eat, sleep, and breathe that game <laughs> if I have to. I believe in you. Yeah, I was going to say, that 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 one is not something I'll need to worry about. I'll probably take my time uh, playing through no, it. I did, no, for me, no time. That's mm. it. The only Zelda, always. We're like Manny, why aren't you doing any work? Mm-hmm, and be mm-hmm. like, because Zelda. Don't you guys understand? If you had to take like a day off from work, do you think Zelda would be the one game you'd want to take off that day, or is there another one that you'd want to take off that day? Uh, I don't know. I because I feel like I would want to for Street Fighter, but then I would just be like, oh man, I'm not good at Street Fighter though. Also, like you, also like an out. online game, you'd be like, oh, the servers suck. Yeah, so I, it would either be Zelda or Final Fantasy 16, maybe 16, because that's the most story based and I could really get a, you know, a good chunk of the story to not be spoiled by or something. Mm. So who knows? I, I feel like there's going to be a ton that'll get spoiled with Zelda, though. Oh, yeah. So like, so. I think you would be more upset about spoilers in Zelda. Yeah, that's probably true. So I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to think about it. I mean, I have a bunch of time that I'll be sure. able to take off. I was so just, I like, that was more just like a theoretical, like, like if you could only do one, which one would you want to do? So. Oh, actually, you know what blows? I bought my girlfriend tickets to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> that concert is the day after Zelda comes out. <laughs> you fucked up. I done fucked up, but I bought myself goodwill to play a lot of Zelda. Yes. Uh, so maybe you uh-huh. can convince her to drive. And then you can play while you're just like waiting in line for like that 20 hours. That would be fucking sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we'll find out more about that as we get closer. I know I'm going to have to drive. So that is the, that that is a false dream there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. At least convince her while you're just like sitting in traffic. Like, hey, can you drive while I just <laughs> like I did Hold the I, wheel? Exactly. <laughs> It's like Jesus take the wheel, but it's yeah, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, the theme song is Sting Operations by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back in two weeks with hot new games to talk about. Peace out.